You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Born on the radio, raised by technology, you are tuned Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, April 23rd, 2021. It is our 26th year on the air. I've never gone three months with this voice issue. Weak at the most in all these 26 years. So, I don't know. Doctors blame everything on the post-COVID stuff. So, who knows? You can't just blame everything on 2020 anymore. So, it's, was it 2021? Yeah. yeah. So, what can I say? Anyway, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And we are delighted that you've tuned into tomorrow along with our team, Nosomi and Beth and Erasmo and Horatio. We're all here for one purpose. Which is really two purposes. Would that be porpoise To inform and entertain you. We hope we do both. Right. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, anything at all involving consumer tech, we definitely want to hear from you. And there are now so many ways to participate. There are. Why are you looking there at are. me with a puzzled look? There are. Many ways. <laughs> There's, of course, the old-fashioned way, which you know some people like me still like. You can pick up a phone and actually make a phone call. No. Yes. If you were to do such a thing, what number? 800-899-4686, which spells 800-899-INTO. Oh, it does spell it that. Does. Yeah. All right. 800-899-INTO. So that's one. Or you can hit the brand new Ask Dave. Make sure you pronounce the K. Ask Dave, Mike, on the right side with any browser when you visit intotomorrow.com. Can't miss it. It kind of scrolls along with you because you might say, you know what, let me just ask or offer some advice for another listener because our answers aren't always the end-all, cure-all for everything. Perhaps you've got some experience you can share and say, well, the guys told you this and that might work, but here's what I did with a similar situation. We love listeners helping listener calls. You can also use the message to studio button on our free Into Tomorrow app because that has been fixed. We've yes. had an issue with the last couple of months, but uh, we uh, apparently have gotten it taken care of. Yeah, go figure. The tech show, having a tech issue with the tech show's tech app. Yes. <laughs> but use it. Download the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. You yeah. can record a, a question, a comment, uh, any of the things you mentioned, and send it right to us. There you go. And if you already have our app, well, number one, thank you so much. We love you for it. Just make sure it's updated. So go to your app store and search Into Tomorrow again. And if it says open, you have the latest. If it says update, update. There you go. It's very easy, and we love you for it. Hey, and if you consider giving us five stars and a comment, Wow. I'd love you even more. We'll send you an extra prize when you participate. You know, you can even text our 800 number. Now, we love hearing people. That's the key. That's why the other stuff we mentioned, we want to hear you. Because your excitement or lack thereof about tech portrays in your voice. Does that make sense? So we want to hear you. But if you can text the 800 number, so you can send a text to 800-899-4686. If you do... Always please include first name and city and how you hear us. 
first name and city, and how you hear us. Or you can send us a letter by snail mail. You can send a courier pigeon. There's a number you of ways. You can send us an Amazon gift card and put your question in the little uh, message to recipient uh, Ooh, area. I never thought of that. That's another way. Yeah. And I like that way because then we're not doing it just for the passion of being in radio. We're doing it for an Amazon gift card. Because that's apparently the only way you'll spend money on Amazon is if somebody gives you a gift card. You got that right. Or or somebody buys me something from there that I'm not having to spend money. I'm not going to give Jeff Bozos any of my money. Some tech news, mayhaps, and commentary, and then we're going to get to more of your calls. Amazon's latest venture into physical stores comes with a twist and maybe a blow dry. I beg your pardon. <laughs> this past Tuesday, the retail giant announced the launch of Amazon Salon. The experimental salon is located in London, and as of right now, is the only location planned. Uh, the Amazon Salon will offer hair care and styling services, and according to a blog post by the company, it will also serve as a place for Amazon to trial new technologies like augmented reality hair consultations to point-and-learn technology. Uh, <laughs> what? What does that even I have mean? No idea. Um, there will be fire tablets at each styling station, and customers will be able to buy products from Amazon's UK store by scanning a QR code on the shelf. The salon will initially be open to Amazon employees before opening to the general public, they say, in the coming weeks. Interesting. And no plans for another salon anywhere else in the world, the which moment. is probably good because it's a stupid idea. Yeah. I, I would think. Except to make more money for Amazon. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Just what you need to do. Every day, two in three U.S. adults tune in to AMFM radio. Radio also has the biggest share of time spent listening, 41%, as Americans spend twice as much time with AMFM than streaming audio or any other audio sources. So a big thank you and a mwah to our listeners. And if you happen to be listening on podcast or stream because a local affiliate doesn't carry into tomorrow, A, shame on them. So please call your local talk station and say, why don't you carry into tomorrow? What's the matter with you people? I have to listen to them on a podcast instead of your radio station? That usually gets our attention. But if you listen otherwise, we love you just as much. Kisses and hugs to you as well. But I found that stat very fascinating. Two and three adults tune into AM radio every day. So we thank you for that on behalf of all of radio. <laughs> what the least we could do. A restaurant just up the road from us here in South Florida has added several new high-tech workers to its roster. After struggling with staffing issues, Mr. Q Crab House in Hollywood, Florida, decided to invest in robots to help deliver food to tables and perform other important tasks. Oh, we have to go there. <laughs> it is just up the road. Yeah, it's actually across Whoa. the street from the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino here. The big guitar. Big guitar. Oh, wow. Now, the electronic workers have been performing various tasks normally assigned to servers and other front-of-house workers. The business owner, Joy Wang, reportedly decided to invest $30,000 in the robots because the restaurant was struggling with staffing issues. Uh, the robots are being used to greet customers, help them to their seats, and will even run food out to tables. Human servers are still taking orders, though, um, although robots will be reportedly also sing happy birthday to customers in four different languages. Yeah. So when we go, <laughs> tell them it's my birthday, because if, if they're not a listener, they don't know it's in March, <laughs> just because I want to see them sing happy birthday as well. I think that'll yeah. be cute. I wonder if they gather a bunch of the How many robots do they have? Does uh, it say? It didn't say. Might be just one, or they are saying plural. They say they say plural, and they say she spent thirty thousand dollars on them. So I hope it's more than one. <laughs> wow, or it could be one really good one. Yeah, but then why doesn't isn't it good enough to take the order as well? Yeah, 
And because they've had trouble staffing, see, that's an issue. Then they're using the robots. Now, these aren't just kiosks that you go up to. They're right. moving they're around, moving print, robots, yes. bringing you food, bringing you to the table, slapping you around if you don't have a mask on yeah. or something. <laughs> but, wow. Well, okay, promise we'll go there sometime, and we'll bring Cameron and some friends, and we'll go have the robots uh, hopefully help us. Yeah, and we'll have to see if they look anything like uh, Rosie from the Jetsons. Oh, that'd be cute. that's the robot I think of when I, when I think of this kind of thing. Well, now I'm going to make you, make you commit to taking pictures, and we'll post them, and we'll say we've done it, and we'll share with our audience. Visit intotomorrow.com, and we'll show them, because I think that's cool. Maybe even a little video. So bring your big broadcast camera gear. And maybe the dinner will be free. As you say, well, as long as into tomorrow's ba- buying the dinner, that's fine. Well, I didn't mean that. I meant that, what is it, Rosie's, what's the name of the place? Uh, Mr. Q's Crab House. Oh, oh, I'm thinking Rosie the Robot. Yeah. Mr. Q's Crab House in Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. Child development experts and consumer advocacy groups have banded together in the campaign for a commercial-free childhood. That's an initiative against Facebook's Instagram for Kids project. We've talked about about that. that. And we've talked about how Facebook, of course, owns Instagram, and now they're starting a kids project. Well, too many child development folks and others are saying, "Uh uh-uh, it's still wrong. Well, but we're not going to bombard them with ads. Uh Uh-uh, still wrong. So Facebook looking to already indoctrinate the young ones so they're stuck on Facebook as they get older. Yeah, and the group says that a version of Instagram for kids under 13 will prey on their fear of missing out as their ravenous desire for approval by their fears exploit their developmental growth. Ah, See, no wonder. So I'm with these folks. No, don't be doing that. Under 13, that's too young for social media anyway. I mean, I keep telling people I love that I grew up before all this tech happened. You know, I feel sorry for my kids because they grew up surrounded by all this tech. They don't know what it's like to go outside and play and watch for the streetlights to come on before you have to make sure you're back inside. Because mm-hmm. it's dinner time. That's how you knew. Yeah, you know, when, you know, when I was growing up, the way we found out if our, ki- or if our friends were at home was if their bike was out in their yard. We knew they were there. We didn't have to call or go on Facebook to see if they were you know, around. Or get on a game and see if they're online on the game yeah. to know if they're playing and if they're home. And yeah, I mean, Cameron was, was fascinated when I told him last weekend that you know when I, when I wanted to call my friends, if they weren't home, I had to call back. I couldn't just reach them wherever they were. <laughs> and he finds that at nine years old, yeah. just turned nine. What? I, I mean, told, how impossible I told is him that? Our phone was attached to the wall in the kitchen. We had about a 12-foot cord on it so that we could walk into the living room and the dining room. But it was attached to the wall. (laughs) He just doesn't understand that. He doesn't. (laughs) Let alone the fact that in his lifetime, it's always been anti-social media. Whether he was on it or not, or parents were, or friends were, what have you. So, and of course, now he's on TikTok and stuff. Yeah, well, we're not going to get into that. No, because he wants me to like all of his TikToks. That's the only reason I even downloaded the stupid app. Was to like his TikToks, but then I don't like all of them because they're they're very goofy and they're dumb, and especially if he selects because they let you select pieces of songs, I guess, with bad words in it. It's like yeah, well, what? He's nine years old. He doesn't belong on TikTok. He doesn't need a cell phone. But those are two things where, you know, with his mother, I figure you got to pick your battles. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's another reason why it's your ex. Instead. Yeah. Well, anyway, large technology companies are being challenged by governments that are concerned that the company's size and power threaten consumer privacy and healthy marketplace competition while helping spread misinformation. 
The current administration here in the U.S. is working to rein in, apparently, on Amazon, Facebook, Google, and other companies, we'll see, while lawmakers in China, Europe, and Australia are also taking aim at the tech giants. So let's see if they're as big as their britches in the long run and can be reined in at some point because they need a lot of reining in, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tech giants, we got some more announcements out of uh, Apple's big event this past uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Or this, sorry, this past Tuesday. That's right. Um, after years of rumors and leaks, Apple officially announced AirTag, its accessory for tracking things like keys, wallets, and bags. These are similar to like the tile that many people are familiar with. Yep. Um, they, they're going to be $29 each or $100 for a four-pack and will launch on April 30th. Now, there's no built-in attachment loop which means that if you want to attach it to something like a key ring, you'll need to add a case, which, of course, they will be making and selling for you. Oh, very (laughs) typical of Apple. So here's this thing, and unless you superglue it to something, you have to buy an accessory from Apple to make it work. It's like you use a tracker device for for some of your things. called Track R. And it actually came with double-sided tapes. You were Mm -hmm. able to stick it to the back of the device. That's perfect. Yep. But no, Apple, they just want to sell you more stuff. God, why does that not surprise me? Of course, they also announced next-gen Apple TV 4K. You can use an iPhone camera to calibrate the picture. Apple TV 4K will automatically, they say, optimize its own color and contrast output accordingly. $179 for a 32-gig model or $199 for a 64-gig unit. Yeah, they also released some new iMacs built around the the M1 chipset that they first introduced in their laptops last year. Um, it'll have a 24-inch 4.5K display. Um, they've got two models, a 1299 and a 1499. They'll be shipping in late May. And it's available in seven colors, green, yellow, pink, orange, blue, purple, and silver. Although some of the colors will only be available in the more expensive model. Oh, gee. So if you want purple, <laughs> it might cost you more. Probably. Oh, gosh, they can't be any more creative than that. New iPad Pros were announced as well. The 11-inch model will start at seven ninety nine, while the 12.9-inch Bigger Brother will start at 1099 Cellular models will now have 5G support. The 12.9-inch model will have Liquid Retina XDR display, which supposedly looks really cool. A feature Apple calls Center Stage will automatically keep your face in the center of the frame during FaceTime calls, even as you move about the room. Again, they're copying, um, what is it, Portal? Is that what it's called? That, um, the goofy thing from Facebook? F- yeah. Yeah. Where that will follow you around, they they show commercials well, if you're in the you kitchen. Around, but like the, you know, the, I guess this uh, center stage. If you're, if you're on a FaceTime call with somebody holding your tablet or whatever, and, and you, it's moving and shaking around, it'll keep your face in the center of the frame. No. Oh. Which, of course, I wouldn't be since I don't have any products with a goofy Apple logo on it. But up to two terabytes of built-in storage and 16 gigabytes of RAM. So just some of the many announcements from Apple will share more goodies with you as we progress on the show today. And we mentioned uh, the Apple's um, trackers or Air, whatever they call it. I closed my thing again. uh, You closed your the Air Tag. The Air Tag, yes. Um, Samsung has announced that customers will soon be able to scan for unknown Galaxy Smart Tag trackers using Samsung's SmartThings Find service. Uh, The feature, called Unknown Tag Search, will be coming to the SmartThings app uh, starting next week. Users will be able to scan the nearby area for any smart tags that don't belong to them but are moving along with them. Oh. 
This feature could be a big win for safety, providing an easy way to make sure that nobody's tracking you with a tiny smart tag that they've slipped into your backpack, purse, pocket, or, or so forth. <laughs> um, it's a nice feature if you're concerned about the privacy or security implications of tile-like tracking devices. Jeff in Rockwell City, Iowa, calling in using the Ask Dave button. Thank you very much. At intotomorrow.com. Hey, Jeff. I'm looking for a new video card, and they really seem to be hard to find right now. For my PC, I'm playing Fortnite, and my card is starting to become outdated. What is a reasonably priced option for that? Well, Jeff, affordable but powerful is tricky in the world of graphics cards. As you probably know, a GeForce RTX 3080 card will normally retail for around $700 to $800, depending on the specific one you choose. For example, an MSI GeForce RTX 3080 retails for $699, but an EVGA or PNY GeForce RTX 3080, all this info on our website, by the way, retails for about $799. Neither of those options will be easy to find these days, and it's not rare to find them for sale online by resellers for 2500 bucks or more. Yeah, now, that might be too much for just Fortnite anyway, but we'll run into similar issues with most graphics cards these days. For example, under normal circumstances, you could buy a Radeon RT 5700 XT for less than the RTX 3080s would cost, but it's also largely sold out these days. We've seen them listed online anywhere from $1,100 to $2,700. Mm-hmm. Now, you could look at a less powerful option like an Asus GeForce RTX 3060. But again, while the retail price would be around $330, currently they're sold out and you may find yourself paying $1,000 somewhere like eBay. That's all to say, if you can wait, don't buy anything today. You'll spend more and get less than if you give it some time and let manufacturers catch up to the demand. Yeah, it's a very, very bad time to try to land a card right now, and you definitely will not be getting any good deals. Sorry about that, Jeff. All those details, our notes, are at intotomorrow.com for you. my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886.
Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Stay tuned. We're going to be chatting soon with Michael Harley. He's an automotive industry expert talking about a new sports adventure vehicle from Hyundai, as well as some of the tech that goes behind this highly anticipated release. Yeah, it's a pretty cool discussion. Stay tuned coming up. Wearables are great until you have to change the batteries or recharge them. What if plain water could solve that problem? With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. If you've ever reached for a light switch in the winter and received a painful shock, you know that you can make electricity apparently out of nothing. This same effect is what creates lightning. When you rub one material against another, such as a rubber comb against a piece of wool, an electrical charge can build up. Researchers in China have developed tubes filled with water that can convert motion into electricity. When the water moves in any direction within the tube, it comes in contact with conductors and generates electrical energy. The research team created a wristband with 10 small modules. When a person wearing that wristband moves, it can generate enough power to light up a matrix of 150 LED lamps. The result is a system that converts motion into electricity that could be used to power wearable devices such as sensors. Like a self-winding watch, this technology has the potential to eliminate the need for changing batteries or recharging your wearable devices. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, always cool and informative, brought to you by Dexcom. Make knowledge your superpower. For managing type 1 diabetes, visit dexcom.com. And while you're at it, be sure to meet us at intotomorrow.com. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline, our 26th year on the air, covering the latest in cool consumer tech, products and services, websites, apps, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. We're even more delighted when you call in and participate on the program because it's very easy to do. All we need to do is hear from you. And once you participate on the show, you automatically win prizes for doing so. So it really is easy. There are so many ways. The old-fashioned way still works. Toll free from anywhere in North America, 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. 
the newest way is via our website by any browser your phone, your tablet, your PC, your laptop, whatever the case. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. You'll see a little red button on the side with the microphone that says Ask Dave, and you can click it, participate that way, or, of course, using the audio option, Message to Studio, on any of our apps. Either way, we would love to hear from you. The pandemic has reinvented the role the automobile plays in our daily lives. Our next guest joins us to talk about a new sport adventure vehicle from Hyundai, as well as some of the tech behind this highly anticipated release. Automotive industry expert Michael Harley. Michael, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Doing fine. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, there's kind of a whole new category, it seems. Is this one sport adventure vehicle, a, a new category kind of created by Hyundai? No, absolutely. It's uh, Everyone's used to the sport you know, crossover, but this is the sport adventure vehicle. It's literally a cross between uh, the best attributes of a pickup truck, which is ruggedness, the ability to carry large uh, objects that are probably dirty, uh, a cross between a crossover vehicle, which offers five-passenger capability and a lot of utility, and a cross between a passenger vehicle, which typically gives better fuel economy and better handling, better agility. So this sports adventure vehicle in the form of a 2022 Hyundai Santa Cruz is a brand-new vehicle in a brand-new segment. Very cool. I mean, first of all, it looks really high-tech, which is obviously what gets our attention being a tech show. Uh, but it also looks in the back of the vehicle like it is kind of a, a small pickup bed. Is that correct? Your eyes are not deceiving you, and you're <laughs> absolutely correct. It's got a four-foot bed in the back, and uh, it offers all the utility of a traditional pickup truck bed with B, plus it's got a retractable tonneau cover, and it's a hard cover, and it rolls up much like a garage door would roll up with a spring. So you release it, it retracts back in up towards the top of the bed, and then you can load all your stuff in, and there's even a hidden storage beneath the floor, so you can put even more stuff down there. And it's got a drain, so you can load it with ice and drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, then when you're done, you can re-un... Well, I guess the word would be unretract the tonneau cover <laughs> and cover everything back up. And the nice thing is when you go to lock the Santa Cruz, it locks the cover too, so everything's sealed safely out of harm's way and it's a hard cover you know so it's very very rigid which is nice and i like your description of of the whole sport adventure vehicle because it clearly is not your typical suv or i guess as some would say not your grandfather's car or whatever it does have a lot of very cool very different features yeah, so what Hyundai is doing is they're tapping into these people that have very, very active lifestyles. Uh, they realize a lot of consumers go to home improvement stores on the weekends, and they bring home plants, and they bring home big boxes. They go to warehouse stores. They load lots of food. Maybe they're going to buy the artificial tree, uh, whatnot. They go to the beach. They go biking. They go camping. They go just about everything. And uh, a lot of these things, they don't either fit in a crossover, or they don't want them in the crossover because they're covered in dirt and mud or something yeah. like that. And the nice thing about the Santa Cruz you literally come back home and you hose it all out. Nice. You know, some people have done that with their cars, not on purpose. Uh, so <laughs> it's something right. that you can actually do on purpose. Have you seen the role of the automobile really change? I mean, certainly this is a great example, but especially throughout this pandemic, I mean, we talk about so many changes and, and so many hopes, uh, air quotes, back to normal, whatever that is. Uh, but as a result of the pandemic, have you seen changes or is this something that was kind of logically going to happen anyway, you think? 
No, absolutely. You hit your uh, hit the nail right on the head. You know, logically, people have always been asking more for their vehicles, but the pandemic changed everything. We were locked up for a while, and now people are virtu- venturing out further. They're spending more time in their vehicle. They're covering more distances with their vehicle, and of course, they want their vehicle to do more things. They want a multi-purpose. They want comfort, utility, technology, connectivity, and uh, they want safety and fuel efficiency. And of course, they want them to be visually appealing. They want to look stylish when their friends see them on the road. Wow. And this is certainly a way to do it. Now, is this actually a 2021 or 2022 model? Is it available yet? Uh, Do we have pricing? I mean, this sort of stuff, uh, you know, or are we being teased with a really cool prototype? (laughs) (laughs) I can answer about half the questions. The vehicle behind me is a early production vehicle. This is a 2022 model. It'll be in showrooms uh, in about one or two months from now. You can go on their website right now and check it all out. I've been asking Hyundai up and down, and uh, there is no official pricing yet. There's no official EPA figures for fuel efficiency, hmm. but a uh, pricing figure it's going to start twenty five, less than thirty thousand dollars. And fuel efficiency, it's got two four cylinder engines, uh, normally one hundred and ninety horsepower, two point five liter without a turbocharger, and then a turbocharged one with two hundred and seventy five horsepower. Nice. Figure fuel efficiency, you know. High 20s, uh, low 30s, depending on the engine configuration. And I also should add, this vehicle could tow up to 5,000 pounds. Oh, wow. So if you got that boat, or you've been wanting to get that boat, <laughs> or that trailer uh, to RV around or something, wow, this might very well be the vehicle. And sport adventure vehicle being a new category. Are they saying SAV? <laughs> uh that's probably what they're going to do with it because uh, every automaker these days tends to love acronyms. And, yeah. Uh, there's just a long slip. And you were asking about technology. Yeah. You know, Hyundai's not skimping on the safety technology, a standard suite of uh, smart sense technology with uh, collision avoidance systems, backup uh, radars, cruise controls, things like that. You've got the Blue Link, which is their phone app-based system to work all the controls. You've got a smart key for Android users who don't even have to have a physical key when they walk up and drive away. Um, you know, just today's cars are so well-connected and innovative, and uh, Santa Cruz uh, dives right in. Oh, apparently. And some of them are rather unique features being offered to consumers. So it gives you that extra edge of saying, well, hey, you want some of these other cool things. You know, it's gotten to a point, I think, where a lot of people look at the outside of a vehicle and say, oh, I like that. And then, but what have you got tech-wise now? Uh, I remember interviewing the former uh, CEO of Ford and asking him, well, at these days especially, are you a car company that's doing a lot of tech? Or do you consider yourself a tech company? that happens to make cars and he thought for a while and he goes wow dave that's actually a good point he said i'd have to say that we consider ourselves now a tech company that makes cars and i'm thinking the car industry in general seems to be going that way i mean for a lot of people it's not all about tech for people like us it is um but how what's been your take michael on on that is it more tech more excitement more interest from a lot of folks Technology is a huge part of this. Obviously, you know, people like styling. They like the engine. They like the powertrain. In the old days, that's what sold a vehicle. Today, it's about the connectivity. It's about the infotainment systems. Uh, the Hyundai Santa Cruz comes with an available 10-inch digital dashboard instrument panel. Oh, sweet. And also a 10-inch touchscreen uh, um, center console infotainment system. So it is about the technology. And uh, consumers are not going to approach a vehicle unless it's innovative and uh, well-connected. 
And and this particular vehicle, this uh, Santa Cruz from Hyundai, is certainly going to turn heads on the road, no doubt. Without question, uh, it's unmistakable. It's got big 20-inch, offered with big 20-inch wheels. It's got the nice flared fenders, a really cool, innovative, crystallized uh, daytime running lights that no one's ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the back of the truck, it, the LED taillights are these T-shaped uh, it's just very, very distinctive, and uh, nobody's going to miss you when you drive down the road. No, for sure. Turn a lot of heads. And and the one you're showing me is uh, is kind of a lime green. I'm guessing if if my monitor is looking right. Yeah, it's it's less lime, more of a, a grayish um, a grayish green. Okay, it's a pretty cool color. Yeah, looks really good in the in the studio. Do we know what available colors they will offer? Well, the cool thing is, automakers today are also really increasing their palette of offerings. Mm. Uh, so you get the reds, you get the greens, you get the yellows. Obviously, silver, white, and black are, have always been traditionally popular, but. Uh, I would expect Honey to offer this in uh, some fun colors. Oh, I'll bet. Oh, I, I hope they have a nice gun metallic blue, because <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> we'll have to look into that one. Um, American-made. Now, that's important. Designed, I understand, in California. Production soon will be beginning in Alabama. Yeah, production uh, starts in Alabama. It's going to create about 1,200 new jobs down there. Awesome. It's designed in Irvine, tested in the Mojave Desert in California. And uh, manufactured in Alabama. Uh, and I should add, if you're looking for more information, head over to HyundaiUSA.com and you can configure a vehicle, check out all the prices, and uh, schedule a test drive with your dealer. You're good. That was going to be my next question, Michael. Thank you so much. HyundaiUSA.com. And of course, we'll link you there as well when you hit us up at intotomorrow.com. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Michael Harley is automotive industry expert and talking about this very cool new Hyundai Sport Adventure vehicle, the Santa Cruz. You do want to check it out again at HyundaiUSA.com. I'm Dave Graveline, continuing to bring you further into tomorrow from right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com, to start your free trial. Another Into Tomorrow tech tidbit that you can share with your friends and family and enemies. The Comic Sans font is widely known as the world's most hated font. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I used to use it just because it aggravated people. But then I began to hate it. So I stopped using it. So don't use Comic Sans unless you really want to upset people. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline. And I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry, the most flexible tools in podcasting. Go to Blueberry.com and claim your free trial. That's Blueberry without the E's, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. John in Montgomery, Alabama, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. Hello, John. I just recently bought a Hyundai Accent, and it has a six-speaker set up in it right now. And my question is, what... 
type of audio speakers do you recommend for that type of setup? Oh, very cool. Right after the Hyundai interview. So that might have uh, spurred John's question. You'd probably vote for leaving the ones that came with it alone. But if you want to replace them, keep in mind that the downside of having more speakers is having more costs to replace them all. Any of the major manufacturers like Alpine, JVC, Pile, and more than a multiple amount of lines, some for hardcore audiophiles, some for budget shoppers are available. you got to do a little digging. Yeah, we'd recommend that you first decide on your budget. The truth is that if you spend two or $3,000 on a high-end set of speakers, almost no one will pay you an extra penny for the car because you put them in when it comes time to sell it. Now, once you decide on your price, you should be able to narrow down your options. Generally speaking, have a look at the Alpine SPS 610C speakers, JBL GTO 628s, and JVC CSJ620s. We'll, of course, have all these numbers on our site at intotomorrow.com, so you don't have to remember them all now. Um, but they're all well-reviewed, but budget and personal taste will account more than the reviews. And again, this is a perfect opportunity to do what we're always recommending, and that is that you visit and patronize your local 12-volt dealer. Because they're all over the country. And these are folks that truly have their heart in their business to help you. So go there, maybe to more than one, too. Uh, because you can usually hear the speakers. They'll let you bring, if you have a CD, let's say, of some favorite music or an MP3 with a USB or something. Listen to music you like. Or dial up a station, a music station, that you like that kind of music or something. So that you're hearing what you like coming through the the different sets of speakers and they usually have options you can turn a dial or push a button to hear the different kinds of speakers different kind of head units etc but they will walk you through some of this stuff these big box forget best buy and and you know costco and all that you know you can't really get good recommendations from them because a minute ago they were selling a washing machine. You know? Yeah, well, plus something else you can get with these 12-volt dealers that you don't get with these big box stores is they can look at your car and tell you what speakers would work best for that because yeah. every car has different acoustics yeah. and a lot of these 12-volt dealers specialize in finding the best audio for a certain vehicle. Mm-hmm. So that might be your best bet, John. Go to a couple local 12-volt dealers and in addition to what we recommended, so when you visit intotomorrow.com, look for the show for the weekend of April 23rd, hour two, your call, our show notes, so you can make some notes and go say, I want to hear these and whatever else you recommend. Maybe we've been of some help, I hope. Tom in Sterling Heights, Michigan, welcome into tomorrow. What are the best three wearable camera tech that you could like put on your shirt, kind of like what the policemen wear in a sense, that aren't prohibitively expensive. Well, Tom, the answer here will really be dependent on what you're actually looking for in a camera. For example, if you just want something that you can wear on your chest but don't intend to wear it for, say, an entire shift at a time, there are GoPro models that are under $100, very light, very rugged, and have decent lenses. Now, if you want a proper body camera for full shifts that won't cost an awful lot, you can look at models by CamPro, C-A-M-Pro. They are water-resistant, have GPS, have enough battery life and storage to record typically 10-hour shifts, include a little screen that normally faces the body to play back videos right away if you need to, and many will be less than 150. Bob Love, B-O-B-L-O-V, makes a smaller 4K model called the F1. 
that also has GPS. It's water resistant, has a tiny screen, and can record full shifts. It'll cost you about $150. And just to put those options into perspective, keep your expectations low if you're going to be sticking to those price points. A real body camera like what you'd see a police officer wear will be close to three times the price of those. Uh, For example, Taser's Axon Body 2 costs about $400. Patrol Eyes SCDV7 also costs $400, and so does their SCDV10 model. Now, if you look at their features, they will all be about the same as the cheaper ones in some ways, like maximum resolution, but they may even look worse. Uh, But they're built to do the job reliably every day. Um, Now, there are models out there that don't crack $100, and there are models like the ones we mentioned earlier that don't go above $150. But don't think you're getting the same product as the ones meant for serious everyday use by police departments and other professionals. Yeah, that's not likely to happen. But, Tom, do let us know what you end up with, because I think it's uh, more and more in need these days by a lot of our other listeners as well. And you'd help them out, too. Let's meet in the meantime, shall we, at intotomorrow.com. Are you drowning in debt? Are you struggling to make minimum payments? Did you know that on average, a household with at least one credit card struggles with over $15,000 in credit card debt? If this sounds like you, know that it's not your fault. Credit card debt happens to good people. Credit card companies lure you in with low introductory rates and low minimum payments. Before you know it, you're in over your head. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of good people just like you become debt-free with our Debt Reset Program that will dramatically reduce your debt down to a fraction of what you owe. Our Debt Reset Program is customized to get you debt-free in as little as 24 to 48 months with one low monthly payment. If you owe over $10,000 in credit card debt or even personal loans, call 800 21 There are no upfront fees or out-of-pocket expenses. You don't pay a dime until we succeed. Call now to see how the Debt Reset Program can work for you. Call 800-213-5082. That's 800-213-5082. 2 Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. Text RADIO to 35000 to get more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. In the event, unlikely as it may be, that you did not already know that you win prizes when you call in and participate on the show. It does happen, by the way, and Cameron reminds you all the time. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Cameron, as well. Well, I'm here to remind you, and if you would like any of the following items that we're about to mention, no promises, no guarantees. The attorneys make us say that. But do tell us when you call in, when you call in, and we'll do our best to get that item to you. For example, we've got some goodies. From Pet Peanut, we've still got some of their uh, little things, a fun new way to manage your tech rage. Oh, and these are cute. We're sending a bunch of them out, and people are asking for them, so you might want a Pet Peanut. If you have not yet done your taxes, we've got online codes from TurboTax, good for any of their products to help you file your income tax and state tax if you need it. We don't here in Florida. Huh? It's uh, fast and easy, so you might ask for a TurboTax code. From Razer, we've got a Black Widow Light Silent Mechanical Keyboard to help up your productivity. I beg your pardon. Up, up. 
the productivity. <laughs> Killer Concepts sent us a bunch of Piggy Pro phone stands. These are razor-thin stands that stick to the back of any cell phone, and they even have a mirror, a little tiny mirror, if you need to get that spinach out of your teeth after lunch. And from Colop, is it a mouse? Is it a printer? It's a printer. It's a handheld <laughs> printer with accessories. It's a new era for mobile printing. It actually looks like a mouse. I'm glad you're so excited yeah. about that. Actually, you were. The first time when we they sent us one to test, it was like, oh, cool. He was printing on everything. It was the beginning of COVID, and I remember going around on all of our uh, COVID masks, printing, uh, if you can read this, you're too close. Yes, that was kind of fun. Anyway, do participate, 800-899-INTO, or the new Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com.